You face your aggressors stoically. They scoff at you and you feel the presence of one as he edges around to flank you from behind. Leave me alone. I, I never done anything to you guys, you say. The older boy looks at you and then looks at his thug-like friends. You're a freak. An orcish freak. You always will be. <laughs> he then nods to his friends. You feel a rock hit you in the shoulder. It stings and you turn to look at the thrower. At the same time, you feel a stick hit the back of your leg, and you feel your knee buckle. You start to feel tears flow to your eyes. You throw one punch and land it on someone's face. You immediately feel one, then two, then three fists hit you in different places. You instinctually fall to the ground and ball yourself up to protect yourself. Despite your efforts, you still feel flashes of pain in your head, your gut, and your back. As the beating goes on, you realize they're not going to stop. You weakly whimper out a pathetic, please. Your eyes fade to black. You hear, I can save you. <laughs> you don't even question it. You respond, please, please save me. When you open your eyes, there are four dead bodies on the ground. Four young boys lie at your feet. Your hands are smoking, and for once in your life, you feel no fear. What would you like to do? Welcome back to the 27th episode of How to Be a Better DM. I'm your host, Justin Lewis, and today you and I are going on a journey. That's right. We are going on a journey to explore what it takes to create amazing experiences for yourself and your players as you DM a session of Dungeons & Dragons 5e. It's going to be a back and forth, hopefully, and hopefully we both learn something. Before we go on, though, I'd like to invite you to sign up for my monthly newsletter in which you'll get access to behind-the-scenes content, bonus content, homebrew content, and more. Sign up for this newsletter here, and there's a link in the show notes. Also, in the January issue of that newsletter, you're going to get a special opportunity. In that, in that newsletter, there's going to be a link to sign up to play a one-shot with me as your DM. It is come first. It is... First come, first serve, so make sure you sign up fast. It's going to be a one-shot online, and it should be a lot of fun, dot, dot, dot. That's me saying it as the DM. Um, but sign up for that newsletter, and let's get to know each other better. I also want to take a moment and share my gratitude with you. You guys have made this podcast possible. I just want to say thank you for listening to this wherever you are, while you're doing the dishes, while you're working out, maybe while you're trying not to listen to your annoying uh, girlfriend. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully you are in a great relationship because, well, I am. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So, now, why in the world would you plan a session zero? Well, that's a great question. First of all, you should probably know what a session zero is. So if you've never heard about it, uh, I'll tell you what it is. But I won't go into too much detail here, but a session zero is... A first session of a campaign where things aren't completely set in stone. You get to play the characters before having to commit to them. So it's essentially the first session, but it's not session one. So why would you plan a session zero? Well, there are a few benefits. Number one, you can spend more time with each individual player. One of the nice things about session zeros is that you can split them up. For example, if you are having a campaign of five players, you can have a session zero with two of them, three of them, or even one of them. 
I don't really recommend doing it just one because that kind of gets boring and weird, but you could, I suppose. You can have a session zero with just two of your players, which makes it more intimate and it helps you and your players feel like, you know, you're on the same team, you care about each other because let's, let's be real, you do. You guys care about each other and you're friends. Or at least that's what it should be. Number two, you can have your players play test their characters. We've all had players who, who play a character that they don't really like that much. Playtesting during a session zero allows your players to see what the features, spells, actions, and abilities actually do in a live session. This changes it from, that sounds really cool, to, that was really useful and also really cool. I truly hate it later in the campaign when I start to wonder if a player is having fun. To me, that's the worst. So a session zero can help them find the character they love and make sure that they're going to have lots of fun playing it. You work eight hours a day. You spend time with your family. And when you come home, you do work around the house. And it seems that you never have as much time as you would like to prepare for your D&D sessions. Does this sound like you? Wouldn't it be amazing to have endless material prepared for your D&D sessions anyways? That's where Roll and Play Press comes in. Roll and Play Press provides D&D 5e compatible material for any type of session. Running a one-shot? Check out their One-Shot Wonders book with over 100 one-shot ideas. Getting started with a new sci-fi campaign? Get their Game Master's Sci-Fi Toolkit to have your games much more prepared with much less effort. Why reinvent the wheel? Check out Roll and Play Press at rollandplaypress.com, see what they have to offer, and get a 10% discount when you buy something by using the code BETTERDM10, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-D-M-10, at checkout. Give yourself just a little bit extra help so that you can continue being the world's greatest dungeon master. Number three you can have your characters meet each other. One of the biggest thorns in my side is figuring out a way to get the characters to meet each other without completely distrusting each other from the beginning and somehow finally forming into an adventuring band. I don't know why, but it's really hard for me. With a session zero, you don't have to make them all meet at the same time. You can, you can actually play the moment when two characters meet and become friends. This makes it easier when in session one you have all the characters meet up as a whole, and a few of them already know each other. Critical Role does this really well in their second campaign on YouTube. Uh, each there's there's kind of uh, couples of characters that have already backstory together, and they know each other when they all meet up, which makes it really nice. Number four, you can help set expectations before getting too far. As a DM, you might have to train your players. This means that you're probably going to have to help them understand that your campaign will likely take months and that it will be a commitment, and that you expect them to give time and energy just as you will. Though, as the DM, you are going to give way more. Obviously, things change, and people have to constantly be reevaluating their priorities, which is okay. That's part of life. That's, that's how things are supposed to be. But what isn't okay is someone starting to be a flake on session two. That's not okay, especially if they don't have a reason. You need to let them know that and any other expectations you have, such as no phones at the table or other rules that you like to have, if you have those certain rules. Number five, you can ask your players what sort of things they want from the campaign. It's one thing to ask, do you want more combat, roleplay, or a mix of both? 
and it's another thing to have your players do a big roleplay scene and then find out that they really don't like it. You can ask them real-time what sort of things they like and what they didn't. This lets you tweak your campaign to fit what your players want. And essentially you can do this at any point during the campaign, but in a session zero, like I said, nothing's set in stone, so it's like getting ahead. Number six, you can teach each player how to play their character. Each player will generally have a lot of bells and whistles. It's going to take some time learning how to play your character. Most players generally like to try new classes, so if they had a Barbarian last campaign, they might try a Spellcaster this campaign. That means that they are going to have to learn a whole new set of rules. A Session Zero is a nice way to gently introduce your player to those new rules and help them learn how to play their character correctly. I've mentioned before the sorcerer on my campaign who wanted to walk first into the dungeon. A Session Zero is a great way to teach them, Sorcerer, squishy, get dead quick. That way, they don't die in session. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week. And one. Hopefully that happens much later on. <laughs> uh, number seven, you can play out backstory. Maybe one of the coolest benefits of a session zero is that you can actually play through part of the character's backstory. That way, when your character tells the rest of the group that they met their warlock patron at a cookout for a local bardic group, the player actually knows the details. Using the session zero to help the characters flesh out their backstory works the best when it features the reason the characters started adventuring. That way, their motives are fresh in the, the players' minds. Well, there you have it. Seven tips, uh, seven benefits for why you would do a session zero. Number one, you can spend more time with each individual player. Number two, you can have your players play test their character. Number three, you can have your characters meet each other. Number four, you can help set expectations before getting too far. Number five, you can ask your players what sort of things they want from the campaign. Number six, you can teach each player how to play their character. And number seven, you can play out backstory. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Like always, I'm very appreciative of your patronage. I'm very grateful that you listen week in and week out. Um, you guys are the best. And if you get a second, please leave a rating and review so that others can find the show. That would just go immensely far. Uh, again, make sure you sign up for the January newsletter so we can play a one-shot together. But we'll be back next week for another episode. Until then, let's roll in a